My name is Stephen Hayes, and Pastor Noe has asked me to close out the book of Philippians today. And I said, but Pastor, just about three months ago, you asked me to close out the book of Esther. And he says, yeah, you're the closer. So I said, I guess that's a good word. When Marcia and I were living overseas, working in North Africa and the Middle East, we were part of a fellowship of believers that had readers, and they would read the Scripture. Men and women, there'd be an Old Testament Scripture and New Testament Scripture, and these people were good. I could never have been a reader because they knew all the biblical names. They knew all the biblical places. And after they would read the Scripture, they would make this pronouncement, this is the Word of the Lord. And all of the people would gather, chime in and say, thanks be to God. And I thought that was so cool. And today we're looking at Paul, his letter to the Philippians chapter four, verse 10. I rejoice in the Lord greatly. Now at length you have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me but you had no opportunity. Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound in any and in every circumstance. I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger obedience, abundance, and need, for I can do all things through Him who strengthens me. This is the Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, this morning may the meditations of my heart and the words of my mouth be acceptable as a fragrant offering to You. Speak to us life from your word of life. May your Holy Spirit help us to listen in obedience, to obey and to, to carry your word in our heart throughout this week as we work, as we play. Thank you, Lord, that you love us. We love you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Paul, our writer, is considered an apostle. And an apostle is one who visually saw the resurrected Lord Jesus. And the apostles were sent out to preach and to proclaim. We don't use that term much today. We think more of the term of missionary. And, and Paul, at his very heart of hearts, was a missionary. And his passion was to take the gospel and go into the far reaches of the Roman Empire and all the known world so that Christ may be known among those who had never heard. Paul was an incredible traveler. If, if uh, he were alive today, he would have the most frequent traveler miles of anybody. But he traveled throughout Asia on his first missionary journey. 
And in the second missionary journey, he traveled through Asia and then up the Aegean Sea and into Europe and carried the gospel for the first time into Europe. He went by land. He went by sea. He was an adventurer. I kind of think of Paul as Captain James T. Kirk of the USS Command Starship Enterprise. And their five-year mission was to go out and seek new civilizations, new life forms, and to boldly go where no man had gone before. And that's Paul to me. So what did it cost Paul? Well, eventually it cost him his life, but it cost him a great deal of suffering. Paul was imprisoned numerous times. And in those days, in a Roman prison throughout the provinces, you were not sent there to serve your sentence from a trial. You were sent there imprisoned waiting for your trial. And your sentence would either be restitution to those that you had harmed or death. Prisoners were brought into the Roman system, into these prisons. They were stripped naked. They were flogged. They had to put their clothes back on, their bloody bodies, never to be washed. They were given wooden shoes so they couldn't run and escape. And the prisons were dark. They were underground, hot, hot in the summer, sweltering, poor ventilation. The stink was there. In the winter, it was very, very cold. In fact, Paul, in his last letter to Timothy, his son in the Lord, he says, do come quickly before winter and bring me my cloak. For Paul says, I know hunger, I know cold. Paul suffered much, but what did he gain? 